Oh, yeah, it's here, folks. It's here. Baseball season gets underway for real on Thursday, as we all know. Yeah, no, I'm all excited. Here he is, as all we all are. It's uh, been a long winter, and it's uh, time for it to get going, and uh, I think we're all ready for it. My name is Jeff Hare. Welcome to our new launch show of the pro- uh, program we're going to do just for us, Cubs fans for us, uh, for all of our good friends. It's uh, We're going to call the name of the show Cubs Each Week Every Week, brought to you by True Blues and Chicago Cubs Club 18. And uh, on behalf of my producer, my good friend, Russ Omar, <laughs> I'm just happy to be here with you, and uh, the show's going to be uh, evolutionary. We're going to evolve week in and week out. We're going to do different things. We're going to have fun, and it's going to be very similar to the to the reports I write up for you uh, after every game. We're going to have a page two. We're going to talk about things that we like and things we don't like, and I hope to make it interactive. If you have questions, please send them to me. Email them to me, and uh, we'll talk, and I'll get them out here. But anyway, I just wanted to kind of talk set the tone for the season where we are what i think we're going to see and uh get a little of your opinions remember everything i do and what i mean is as far as the podcast and the did you hear that and all this kind of thing and and the writing i do for club cub uh chicago cubs club 18 and true blues it's just to get us to talk i i, I don't know more than anybody else i just uh I, I like talking about it and getting out there and having discussion i love sports talk I always love, uh, I used to love sitting in bars and just talking sports with people who I'd talked to. In fact, the other day I was out uh, here in my hometown, or uh, my hometown, hometown Cedar Rapids, Iowa, but my uh, adopted town of Costa Mesa, California. I was sitting in a place the other night talking basketball for hours. We're watching uh, the NCAA tournament, talking to these two two gentlemen there, and one was a scientist. He was a researcher for some pharmaceutical company, and I don't know what the other guy did, but my wife kept calling me, saying, are you coming home sometime? So, well, I don't know. We're talking about basketball anyway this is what i want i want us to get together and talk and have fun so let's figure out where we are and go from there so let's talk about where, where what, I, what we're thinking uh spring training is about done as we know there are two games left for the white Sox. uh right now the cubs stand at 16 and 12 beat kansas city today which was a nice uh and not a bad spring i think i think uh, the cubs did pretty well at what they want to do remember spring training folks the thing about spring training is very very simple it's not about wins and losses it's about developing and seeing who can play and who can't uh, there's a lot of guys in the roster that got to go, and either they go to the minor leagues or they go to the uh, world of business or they go to another team for somebody else. But uh, the, the scouts and the player pro personnel people have to make decisions about who can stay and who can't, and that's pretty much what spring training is. I mean, we still have – the Cubs still have about 12 players on the roster to have to go uh, by, by Thursday. So decisions are being made every minute of the day, and you know they're sitting up now tonight Late at night, and they're watching film, and they're trying to get an idea of who can play and who can't, and who can go and who can't. So uh, it, it, it's a tough time, and I think the Cubs accomplished a lot this year in that regard. I think they got a, they got a good look at a lot of players. 16 and 12 isn't bad. If you have to play the games, you may win them. May as well. I mean, right? That's what you want to do. Uh, but I, but I, I tell you right now, no one gets too excited and pops champagne corks over anything that happens in, in March. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Thursday, Cubs open up at home against the Brew Crew. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers, uh, Marcus Stroman will be up on the hill for the Cubs. Uh, Corbin Burns for the Brewers game is an afternoon game, 120 Chicago time. Uh, should be fun. Uh, Cubs are then off Friday, which is typical, and then back for weekend series, uh, finishing up the weekend series then uh, on Saturday and Sunday against Milwaukee. Just for information's sake, you know why they always take uh, the day off after 
opening day, which if I was a player, would drive me crazy. You're all excited about opening day. You get out there and you get all your best on. You go out and play, then you're off the next day. They do that for weather, and they've done that for years that way. A lot of teams will take the day, second day off. In case they get rained out on opening day, they can come back on Friday and play opening day again. So that's why they do it, and it's been done. It's a practice that's been done in baseball for a lot of years, and they still do it. But uh, Milwaukee will be in town on Thursday, off Friday, and then they will play Saturday and Sunday. I haven't announced a pitching yet for Saturday and Sunday. Or at least I haven't seen it. They may have. You may know. Let me know. I'd like to know. I don't know anything. What's Al Michael say? The only thing we know is we don't know anything. Uh, after that, the Cubs will hit the road against Cincinnati. And by the way, did you see that today? Uh, I read an article. Ken Griffey Jr., who has not played since 2010, is owed money. He is the third highest payer on the Reds' payroll this year. Uh, it's called deferred payments. Uh, I think they're paying him, what, 3.5, something like that. Uh, and it's <laughs> part of the deferred deal he got in 2010 when he finished up his career at the Reds. And, yeah, he's a third highest player on the ball club. Wouldn't that make you mad if you're there and you look at a guy in places 2010? Of course, who knows, Junior could probably go out and still hit 20 home runs. But you never know. Anyway, I thought that was kind of funny to see. But uh, as far as the spring goes, you know, one thing I'm going to say about this year going into the season, I'm a little more optimistic this year than I was last year, uh, especially with some of the moves I really, really like. I really like Talion being picked up, Jameson Talion to be picked up with the mile. I think he's going to solidify the uh, pitching, something uh, something we needed. He'll be a real good, strong second starter. The Yankees really liked him. They also liked Hayden, Hayden Wisniewski. <laughs> they give up him too. Uh, but both those two guys are on, on our staff now. I like both of them. Uh, I really, really loved the signing of Italian when I saw that. I was all, all excited about that. Dansby Swanson, I know he didn't hit a lot in the spring. Don't worry about it. He's fine. He'll be a good player. He didn't forget how to be a baseball player overnight. Uh, he's going to be solid with the glove, too, at shortstop. Really help out there. Of course, moving Nico to second. That, at center that infield is going to be really, really tough this year. Uh, Cordy Bellinger out in the outfield. I was another guy who was a gold glover and an ex-most valuable player. Cody Bellinger's at the end of his line here, either he, either he can hit and be a productive baseball player. And next year he's selling used cars. It's that simple. And I think he knows that uh, the Dodgers gave up on him. They gave him every opportunity to make it. And quite honestly, you go through that Dodger system and you play as well as he had over the years and done as well. And then fall, fall apart and took all uh, you take, took advantage of all of their uh, resources and everything that they have for the Dodgers and really couldn't come out of it. He did play, a little bit better at the end of last season, and I'm hoping he can take that into and turn it into a, a fresh start with Chicago and do real well with the Cubs. If not, uh, the Cubs are going to have to make you – know, just can't stay with the guy. I mean, because we just can't – we're not in a position to, to carry players who just can't play. That's just his bottom line. Or we'll find ourselves in, in the lower tier again. Uh, if he could play and comes back and does what we hope he does, then great. It was a great signing. If not, well, move on. Don't be afraid. Another one I really, really liked was Trey Mancini. Uh, I've liked Mancini for a lot of years. I thought he was very solid with Baltimore. The trade deadline last year, he went to Houston and really stunk to join up. But I think a lot of that was just different leagues. Well, no, wait a minute, Houston's American League. What am I saying differently? I'm still going back when they're in the National League team. But, but no, I think a lot of that was just different location, going from Baltimore to Houston and just a lot of different things were going on in his head. Uh I like him. I think he is going to, uh, coming to Chicago will be a rebirth for him, and I think he'll be a great signing, and I really hope he does well. Eric Hosmer is a solid player, too. I mean, I, I don't know that he's what he was a few years ago, but he can still come in with a little bit of pop on the bat and help the team a great deal. So I'm not totally unhappy with what I see there. Another one I'm 
kind of okay with is Tucker Barnhart behind the plate. I like Jan Gomes. I've been a Jan Gomes fan since uh, oh, for, since he's been in the league. I really like how he handles pitchers. I mean, hey, he called Scherzer down when he was pitching uh, for the Nationals, and, and Gomes is behind the plate with the Nats. Uh, it, he really knows how to handle pitchers well. He really does a great job uh, calling the game and, and keeping the pitcher's head in the game, keeping the pitcher's focus, and I really like Gomes behind the plate. I, uh, and Barnhart's a also a gold glover. So, I mean, hey, we're not we're not hurting at all behind the plate now, which is a question a lot of people are going to have. Are we better off now with our two-catcher platoon system with uh, Barnhart and Gomes as opposed to Contreras? And I would answer that yes. Uh, I really do. I really like where, we, where we're going with that. Contreras, I loved Contreras when he came up, and I really liked him all the way through. Something bothers me, though. It seemed like the Cubs are awful anxious to move on. I mean, they really didn't make him a real solid offer. I mean, they just really didn't want too much to do with him. It seemed like they weren't really talking to him. They could hung him out to dry. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I think for some reason, the Cubs just had it in their mind that he wasn't going to be around. They didn't want him around, and they moved on. And, and I wish him all the best in St. Louis. I really do. He, he did a great thing for Chicago. He's a great player, uh, and, I, and I hope my suspicions are wrong. I just hope he's, he's going to be, he'll be okay down there. One I really also think is going to have a big year this year. I really, really expect huge things. I think it's his time now, and that's Ian Happ. I think right now that uh, this is it. He's stepping into that, uh, step into that uh, leadership role, which he's been for a few years, but really, really take off and be the kind of player we need uh, to carry this team through. And he's got some good people behind him. He's got some solid players around him. So I think uh, we're going to see big things out of Ian this year as well. So – that's that. What do you think about the rest of the way? Well, what do you know? What do you think? Sorry about that. I just wanted to push a button and see what it'd do. <laughs> uh, let's go to page two. Uh, okay, let's see what this one does. I like it. I love it. All right. I want some more. There we go. Predictions. Uh, I think the Cubs will be better. Uh, I really think that they're going to finish probably second. In the National League Central, St. Louis, I think, is still head and shoulders above. And that's organizational. That organization does some incredible things. I mean, they pull guys out of the minor leagues that, uh, you know, you look at and you think the guy's going to, you know, fall out of bed in the morning and break his leg. And the guy goes out and hits, you know, 326 bombs. I mean, where do, these, where do they keep getting these guys? I mean, they've done this forever. They've done that back when Whitey Herzog was the manager there. They were bringing guys up for the minors that can play. And they're still doing it. Uh, that's a very solid organization. I think they're going to win the Central. You know, the National League, quite honestly, there's three tiers in it, if you think about it. Uh, you've got the good, or the very, very good, uh, the, the exemplary teams, the teams that are just head and shoulders above everybody else, and they're the ones that spend the money. The Dodgers, the Mets, the Phillies, uh, the Padres are joining that group, the Giants uh, to some end as well. Um, and, and those three are, are head and shoulders above. I think the, the World Series team will come out of that group. The National League World Series representative will come out of those, that group, that upper-tier team. St. Louis, I think, would consider them there. You have a middle tier, and I think the Cubs are, are very definitely in that middle tier. I think last year I would have put them in the lower tier. I thought last year they were a very poor team, and I thought going into the season it was going to be a disaster. Um, I, yeah, I think, I think it did. I think the Cubs played well towards the end and, and kind of made it respectable, but I don't think the team was really ever in it. I think this season here, I think the Cubs will, be, Cubs will be a whole lot more competitive. I think they'll play very well throughout the season. I think you're going to see same things, some of the same things you saw last year. You'll see them win eight or nine games in a row, and then you'll see them lose eight or nine games in a row. And the secret is how they can turn their head around and keep, keep playing well and keep developing. 
I think they're one year away from really being a serious playoff contender. I believe that they're going to, if they can make some moves next winter, like they did this past winter, uh, I think they'll put them over the top. Not necessarily a World Series champion, because I'm not sure Ricketts has the stomach to spend the kind of money it would take to win a World Series. But I think it would put them in the playoffs. And I, I think they're still a year away, uh, especially when you look at some of these other people that, that are going out there. When you look at the Dodgers, you look at the Mets, who... Steve Cohen, the owner, says he will spend any amount of money to win. Steve Cohen says right now, for every dollar of salary he is spending, he is actually paying out $1.95 with the luxury tax. That's what this guy's doing. He said he's going to win at all costs. Uh, Steve Cohen, the Mets. Uh, you got guys like the Padres who really are looking to take a big step up. Cardinals have always, as they say, they're pulling players out of everywhere, and they're getting what they need, and they're playing very, very well. They lose Yadier Molina. Okay, they bring in Contreras. So, yeah, I mean, they know what they're doing there, too. Braves are, are another one. they got a great farm system. They're bringing players up who can play very well. And for some reason, uh, they spend a lot of money and win games. I mean, they just uh, seem to do it. And the Giants also, they're not that far removed from uh, greatness either. And I think they're going to be uh, a tough out. You know, I look at our division, the Central Division. The thing that helps the Cubs in the Central, National League Central, is you got two of the worst teams in baseball sitting there in Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. I mean, quite honestly, you could take an all-star game, all-star team of the best players in those two teams, okay? Just take the best two players, best two teams, put their best players on a team, and they still are going to finish fourth in that division. I mean, they're really just not good, and, and neither organization will spend any money, and, and you know, the TV right thing up in the air, who knows what they're going to have, and, and, you know, it's, I'd hate to be in those two organizations. You know, you got young guys that, you know, who got some talent and are trying to make a living in baseball and they're playing with two organizations that really just don't care. I mean, it's, it's, it's gotta be tough. Doesn't it? What do you think? Uh, I think so. I, I think in the national league, I think what you'll see is I really think it'll be the Mets. And I think they'll beat the Dodgers in the national league championship series. They'll go to the world series. I think they'll play Houston again. Uh, I think in the American League, the Yankees are going to be tough, as they always are. Look for the White Sox to make a move in the National League Central. I mean, I'm sorry, the American League Central. American League Central, I think the White Sox will be very tough. Um, Cleveland, of course, will be around. I think in the West, I, I think Houston's a class of the American League, and especially the West. But I think you're going to see much improvement out of Seattle. Seattle played very, very well last year. I think the Angels are going to be good. I think the Angels are going to be a lot better than what people think they are, too. So, uh, of course, I live 20 minutes from Anaheim, you know, the Big A. And that's all they're talking about is how great the Angels are going to be, which they've talked about for years. And so we'll, we'll see. Same problem they have as always. It, they, you know, they got two great players and, you know, two cheerleaders, three dogs, and a circus clown around them, and they can't figure out why they're finishing fourth in their division. So hopefully they can get that improved. But uh, anyway, that's what I think we'll have there. And I think in the American League, it'll be, uh, again, it'll be the Astros playing against uh, the Mets in the National League. And I think, I think the Mets will win the World Series this year. I really do. But the uh, Cubs, I think, are not that far behind. I think they just got to make a couple moves here and there, and uh, over the years, and find it, find some, you know, there's just a lot of holes that are still there. And bullpen, I'm not crazy about. Uh, no left-handers. I mean, well, we got one of the the we'll use is the only left-hander we got, and, and who knows when he's going to be around. By the way, I saw I saw where Suzuki took batting practice. They still say he's a few weeks out, so who knows? Maybe he can he can be back in the lineup soon, which is good. So it's going to be a fun year, I think. So I think the uh, uh, the Cubs really do have some players that are going to be exciting and, and fun to watch. So that's good. Now, what else do we want to talk about here? I like it. I love it. I want some more. 
One question came out today that I saw uh, a new member of True Blues um, put a question out there, and it was, it was good. I thought about it. The question was, does anybody eat Cracker Jacks? And I'm trying to think. I know I do at the ballpark. I don't anywhere else. I don't ever go around the, I know, I you know, I never go to the grocery store and think, I got to have a box of Cracker Jacks. I mean, I see them. I know, in fact, one of the places I go, I frequent, frequent, uh, I frequent frequently, yeah. place I frequent frequently has Cracker Jacks. Uh, I never buy it for whatever reason. I, I mean, but when I'm at the ballpark, I'll always go up and have a, buy a bag of Cracker Jacks. In fact, I was at the an Angels game last year and with my, with my two sons and their families. And at one point I got up to leave to go to the snack bar to get Cracker Jacks. And I came back and my wife grabbed it and gave it to them and I had to go buy another one. <laughs> I don't buy it any other time except at the ballpark. So to answer the question, does anybody eat Cracker Jack? Buy me peanut and Cracker Jack. Yeah, I'll eat Cracker Jacks at the ballpark. Or so you also eat peanuts and got them all over like you do, you know, peanuts are another one. Really. When you think about peanuts, does anybody have peanuts in their house? I'm not talking about the roasted planters there. I'm talking about actual full shell peanuts. Does anybody really own them and keep me you know, What do you want for snacks? And I'll have some peanuts. No, they're a mess. They get everywhere. I mean, man, oh man. It's like, I, I wrote a piece a few years ago and I, I still stand by it. Think about sunflower seeds. Major League Baseball players, they have cases of sunflower seeds in the clubhouse and on the dugout, and they spit them all over the place. And I know when I umpired, I used to have a pocket full of them. I'd spit them all over the field, too. You know, all the players are spitting sunflower seeds, and I'm spitting sunflower seeds. Everyone's spitting sunflower seeds. If it wasn't for baseball, I don't think there'd be a market for sunflower seeds. I don't think you could buy them. Who would buy? Who wants them? Think about it. Does anybody really, can you go into anybody's house and say, hey, could I have some sunflower seeds? Yeah, sure. I got a whole box of them over here. No, nobody does. But baseball player, you walk into a clubhouse, say, can I have sunflower seeds? Yeah, we got three cases over in the corner. Go get what you want. You know, I mean, it's just an amazing thing. Anyway, thank you for joining me on the opening show tonight. I appreciate it. We got a long way to go, a long season to go. I just kind of want to get it out there with the predictions, what I thought, who I thought would be good and who I thought would be tough and who I thought would uh, help us this year. Once again, on behalf, Omar, you went early. My good friend, Russ Omar. My name, get my music going back here again, is Jeff Hare. And thank you for joining us tonight. Cubs each week, every week, brought to you by True Blues and Chicago Cubs 18. This is Jeff.